1: Welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 16th of July, the 197th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 168 days until the end of 2022. And today is the first day of the Islamic calendar, dating from 622, and marks the date when Muhammad and his followers migrated from Mecca to Medina. This day is celebrated by Muslims worldwide as the Hiraj. On this day in 1228, the gentle Francis of Assisi was canonized by the Roman Catholic Church. I recite his prayer every morning, or a part of it. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. As Gandhi said many years later, be the change you want to see in the world. Similar sentiments. On this day in French history, in 1536, navigator and explorer Jacques Cartier arrived back in France after claiming Quebec, Montréal, and the St. Lawrence River for France. Quebec became part of Canada in 1867.
0: Hello everyone, Colette Davidson here. You're listening to The Sound Kitchen. Mm Are you ready? I do hope so.
1: Because it's time for the quiz. On the 28th of May, the Cannes Film Festival was in full swing, and RFI English journalist Olia Horton was there, sending daily postcards to keep us all up to date on the screenings she'd seen. In her third postcard called, Give Peace a Chance, she wrote about a documentary called, For the Sake of Peace. I asked you to tell me the names of the two protagonists in the documentary, as well as a brief recount of what they're doing and where. The answer is, the names of the principal characters are Gat and Nandeje. They're both peace brokers in South Sudan. Skadjang is a referee in a refugee camp in Juba and uses sports to bring a culture of peace to youths from adverse tribes. Nandeje, a young mother, becomes a successful mediator against all odds. The film was produced by the Whitaker Peace and Development Initiative, the WPDI, which was founded by the American actor Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker won Best Actor at Cannes in 1988 for his portrayal of Charlie Parker in Clint Eastwood's Bird. He was wonderful in that film. In fact, I've always admired his acting. And now that I know about his social engagement, I like him even more. Whitaker founded the WPDI 10 years ago in Mexico, Uganda and South Africa to film portraits of young peacemakers who had been trained by his organization. The foundation is now present in eight countries. For the sake of peace was awarded the Honorary Palme d'Or at Cannes this year. The documentary was directed by Christophe Castagne and Thomas Sametan and was produced by WPDI. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God, as Father Stephen wrote in. That's a quote from the New Testament, the book of Matthew. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus point question, too. I asked you to share with us what makes you feel better on your lowest day. Lots of great answers, which I'll read to you a bit later, so don't touch that dial. The winners of this week's quiz are... RFI Club member Atish Bhattachary from West Bengal, India. Atish had the correct answer to the quiz and is this week's bonus question winner as well. Atish Bhattacharya noted that gardening makes him feel better when he feels blue. This is what he wrote. When I am down and in the blues, I choose to spend time in my garden and take care of my plants. At the same time, I play music on my mobile phone. Sometimes it makes me believe that plants also love music. There are many plants in my garden, flowering plants, vegetable and fruit plants, cactus, succulents, and my favorite, my bonsai plants. They need a lot of care and love. Their happiness makes me glad, and I feel better. And the happiness becomes doubled, tripled even, when my little daughter joins me and waters the plants with full enthusiasm. That's it. That's happiness. Simple pleasures. Nothing beats that. I'm happy when I garden, too, and especially when I look at the beautiful plants I helped on their way. Thank you, Atish, for sharing. There's a little something extra on its way to you for your bonus prize. The other winners this week are all RFI Listener Club winners, and two are from Bangladesh. There's Khadija Akhtar Nanjnan from Dhaka and Mohammed Mustansir Bila from Tsunamaganj. Hailing from Goa, India, there's Zenantelis for the Christian, Marxist, Leninist, Maoist Association of Listening DXers. And last but not least, Timothy Ofori from Kumasi, Ghana. Congratulations to this week's winners and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. <laughs> It's the Women's Africa Cup of Nations quarterfinals. And, of course, our trusty RFI sports reporter, Paul Myers, is keeping you up to date on the matches. Thursday was an important match. The two teams were competing for a place in the semifinal as well as automatic qualification for next year's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. Reread Paul Myers' article, Women's Africa Cup of Nations, South Africa, Nigeria, and Botswana into quarters and answer me this which two countries teams battled it out on the field this past Thursday, who won, and what was the final score? Again reread Paul Meyer's article Women's Africa Cup of Nations South Africa, Nigeria, and Botswana into quarters and tell me the names of the two countries whose women's teams played against each other on Thursday, who won, and what was the final score? To help you with the answer, you can find Paul's article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com. It's also on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages. And here's something new, the chance to win bonus points. If, In addition to your answer to this week's quiz question, you take the time to answer an additional question, you'll be eligible for an extra gift. How about that? This week's bonus point question is, what did you think about last night as you were falling asleep? Again, answer this week's bonus question, what did you think about last night as you were falling asleep along with the week's regular quiz question and you'll be eligible for an extra gift and you'll make me happy and the show will be more interesting and you'll feel good being more involved with the show. Those ants just go on and on and on. So to your pens. You have until the 29th of August to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 3rd of September to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a Miss, a Ms., a Mrs., or a Mr. I don't want to get it wrong.
0: Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 12 That's plus 12 8-2. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI club membership number. Tasu Aurai, Susan's Bee, the Sound Kitchen Programme, Radio France International Sara.
1: There are so many wonderful answers to the question, what makes you feel better on your lowest day? I love that Sharifa Akhtrapana wrote that being with her babies makes her feel better. I've seen photos of Sharifa's family. Her two children are teenagers. Mine is 20 and she's still my baby. So Sharifa, I'm your sister. And I promise not to tell your kids you call them babies. Rahin Ali, Radhakrishna Pillai, and Navid Ryan all wrote that being with their families made them feel better, and many wrote about the good effects of being outside and playing sports. Mohammed Aksan says a nice outing works, and Sakawat Hossein gazes at the clouds. Saharod Hossein likes to read when he's blue, but says he also tries to get out into the countryside. Mohammed Likon and Rebeya Begum both said traveling and sightseeing made them happy. And for the sporty types, there's Tatiya Salah, who will go out and play football, and Jobayara Akhtar Jai, who will cycle and swim. Yami Sande Toure, Samir Mukhopadhyay, and Shahanaj Parvan all said that praying and singing hymns helped them through their bad days, and Jayanta Chakrabarty also said spirituality helped him when he was terribly depressed over losing his mother. Eating or drinking, oh yes, that always helps, doesn't it? That's why I asked you last week to tell me what your comfort food is. For Nafisa Khatun, it's a nice cup of tea and favorite foods for Shahanaj Parvan Sati. Abu Saleh said that keeping busy doing something for others always lifts his spirits. And so did Muhammad Nasir. He wrote that although receiving gifts was quite nice, giving gifts was even better. Crying in a quiet place is what Saleh Likon does. Tatia Saleh will sleep. Mohammed Likon listens to music, and Saidul Islam will watch a comic movie. Oh, Saidul, that is how my sister and I got through the difficult days after our mother's death. We watched every single thing Robin Williams ever did, every comedy routine, all his movies, and laughed. Sure helped. And because we are who we are, radio people, the entire RFI International DX Radio Listeners Club said, Listening to the radio. And so did Karunta Kanta Paul. Hey, this was fun. Did you like it? Should we keep it
0: up? Ooh, that sounds delicious. It's the sound the kitchen. Kitchen. <laughs>
1: My friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the sound kitchen and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many thanks to Erwan Room for his input and his excellence in mixing the show. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure and tune in next week for the answer to the question about France's Moliere Awards and the bonus question, where is the most embarrassing place you fell asleep? I'll tell you mine. It has to do with radio, and it was a bad, bad thing and dreadfully embarrassing. You'll laugh. I can now, but I certainly didn't 40 years ago. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, RFIenglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums. Today, Erwan has chosen for us the final number played by keyboardist George Duke and his trio with special guest guitarist Takeshi Akimoto at the Java Jazz Festival in 2010. The official name of the festival is the Jakarta International Java Jazz Festival, and it's one of the largest jazz festivals in the world. It's in, you guessed it, Jakarta, Indonesia, and it's held every March. The first festival was in 2005. It's a big deal, and I've never heard about it. Thank you, Erwan. George Duke is unfortunately no longer with us. He passed in 2013. He was a prolific composer and performer. He counts 32 recordings as his heritage. He served as inspiration for many of today's keyboardists. So in this piece called simply final, because it's the last piece in their set, is when the players have solos and get to really show their stuff. I was fascinated by the bass player and the drummer. My goodness, the energy. And you have to see George Duke's face as he listens to his colleagues. He's beaming like a Buddha. I've put the YouTube video link on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages so you can live the excitement, too. So here's George Duke's final with George Duke on the keyboards, Christian McBride on bass, and drummer Ronald Bruner Jr., who Erwan noted is a Thundercat brother, with special guest guitarist Takishi Akimoto. Enjoy. Thanks again, Erwan, for another musical adventure. Talk to you all next week. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm not going